0: Non-runners, get your non-runners, more of them last week. I have it on good authority though that I'm at least four to six shot to have three runners this week. Full slate in the EFL. Let's go. Let's crack right on straight into lead Two. Carlisle just popped up on the defending set piece radar in recent weeks. Let me take you through my notes. So Tommy Smith went in the notebook on opening weekend. He helped himself to a couple of free headers in the Carlisle box. I saw Nathan Smith for Port Vale hit the bar last week and have another cleared off the line in midweek. Critchlow Noble scores for Swindon after a simple knockdown from a free kick against the Cumbrians in between those essentially everywhere you look you've got opposing center arms building up some healthy xg from set pieces bad timing then that late Orient visit Brunton Park on Saturday where Omar Beckles has already helped himself to two goals will sidestep him though and put up Dan Happy who has done this podcast a few favours in the past the 22 year old scored three goals last season had a couple on target in a 3-0 win over Exeter and really should have got off the mark for the season with a couple of back post runs against QPR in the Caribou 20 to 1 to notch any time happy days indeed stop at Wimbledon in League 1 who head to Sunderland with Chelsea under-23 starlet Henry Lawrence. Already earning plenty of plaudits from those that know, while he's already got a big circle round his name in the notebook as well. He look through his form and he plays absolutely everywhere, genuinely two-footed. He's popped up for a cameo in the 3-3 draw at Bolton before starting as a right-wing back in the draw with Gillingham midweek. Thought it was taken that half of his xg on tuesday comes from a free kick right in the middle 20 yards out full of goals in that under 23 side i think four in 16. he's obviously a better talent than the 22 to one anytime price suggests although it must be said he has all the hallmarks of a notebook loser i'm going to be following off a cliff for the next few months if i'm honest you'd prefer if wimbledon were heading somewhere this week where they may see a bit more of the ball but opportunity waits for no man So we'll let Henry Lawrence start paying his way at 22 to one. Elsewhere, I'm not gonna lie, not much stood out at the prices in an attempt to cover lots of bases. There's honourable mentions in the notebook for Dan Scar at Plymouth, who hit the bar midweek. Carl Piaggiani probably scores for Oldham if you're a fan of backing centre-halves at single-figure prices at Colchester, while Luke McNally for Oxford was the player you most wanted to open up on Oddschecker. To see 20 to 1. Sadly, he was half that price. The price that does still interest me is probably the one about Darnell Furlong for West Brom, though. Look, I hate it when we've all sat and watched the same thing in front of the TV, but they absolutely teared Sheffield United apart on TV midweek. I've backed him there and he's missed a good chance on 70 minutes at the back post. I know all the headlines are going to be about his long throw, but you can't tell me a West Brom attacking wing back should go off 17 to 1 this year. Plenty of mileage in that price against Blackburn, who I think are about 13 competitive games without a clean sheet. We'll have Darnell Furlong at 17 to one for West Brom. That will do us then a bit scratchy this week, but that's what we're here for. Enjoy some football if you're off to watch any this weekend. I'll be at Coventry Reading, no doubt. Carl Mcfadden stealing at the back post for a Coventry winner good week for Coventry centre-halves, wasn't it? I think Ostergaard got off the mark for Stoke this week. There's another for your notebook. See, I, I fancied next to nothing, but I mentioned half the defenders in the Football League. There must be a winner in there somewhere. Whatever you're backing, be lucky and we'll go again next week.